0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mixing It Up With Maggie. For the month of March, I am interviewing hardworking professional women in my life. The first woman I introduced was Alisa Nabel who is a writer and filmmaker. I have her interview in the link down below. But right now, I'm interviewing my aunt and my godmother and so many things for me, my aunt, Glennis Hernandez.
1: Hi, my name is Glennis Hernandez. I'm from DR, Dominican Republic. Yay, DR! <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I came to this country when I was 20 years old. I grew up in Dominican Republic, so we used to be like what we call a patio. That all of us was together, my grandma, my father, my mother, or my cousin, or my aunt. Even though we have one, two, three, five different house, but all of was share the same patio. Since I met you, you were always working. And my mom the same way, and Tiena the
0: same way. So, you know, was that something that you looked in your life and you were like, I'm going to you always knew that you were going to be like a working person or what did you want to be when you were little?
1: Well, believe it or no, I never see myself working so young. Uh, I was planning to finish study, to finish college because I always wants to look to give a better life to my family. So when I was when I used to live in DR. <laughs> you're you do not going to you do not going to imagine what i was planning to be i i was okay to be a secretary no tia <laughs> yes Maggie, because no
0: <laughs> i mean no offense to anybody yeah i know a but it's said but so, that's so simple
1: a, that's why i say know, if i was not a to be job. no it's not but i would say if i was a secretary i would be fine with that because i was thinking i was gonna find a decent job let me put it like that you know, to help my parents. So
0: back then, you know, because I know my mom also did something called secretariado. Mm-hmm. So it was a decent job, like a lucrative job yeah. to be someone secretary. Oh, definitely.
1: Honestly, honestly, I was really wants to look for computer, like okay. to know a computer, things like that. That's what r- my really passion to be. When your mother, and my sister, used to be in school, in high school, and start university, they used to know, to know like, a curso of maquinilla. Yeah. That- <laughs> that everybody's supposed to know that. I never did that one.
0: <laughs> maybe that's why you have a better handwriting than her. Oh, Angie! Mom... <laughs> you yeah. And also, you went, to, you went to Catholic school. Yeah. So that's another thing, too, that was different for you than from yeah, my mom. From
1: my, yeah, from your mother and for the rest of my family. I was the owner, I'm going to say, that my tia, the the monja, she looked for me, and she got a scholarship for me. And I don't know if I, maybe you know, because when I write my, my paper from, from college, for me, I was saying no. I was crying because I was to be detached for the people where I grew up. And for me, that would be like a uh, Riquito college, I mean, yeah. school. So I was crying and said to my mom, no, no, no. And she said, Of course you're going. You don't go in there. I give you a pela. <laughs> Yeah, I remember um, we,
0: you know, when you went back to school more recently, we used to do homework together, and we wrote this paper. You know, you had to, like, think of, like, a, a, a very hard moment in your life, and you wrote about, you know, it was supposed to be this happy moment that you got accepted to the school, but it was something completely different from everybody else in your family.
1: Oh, no, completely, completely. You know that whatever you used to live is very poor area. So that college was, like, put in this thing area. Mm-hmm. So I guess people not looking the face to the others <laughs> they yeah. really knows that they were from where they was coming from. So believe it, maybe you don't believe that but I, I was a very, very shy person.
0: It's a little hard <laughs> to believe because of who you are today, you know and, and we're gonna get there as like how, you know who you are today. Um, but I have to say that I feel like when I read, I mean that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this interview with you because when we wrote that essay, and we wrote like how your, how your professional life progressed. It was always you trying something new, you being brave enough to do something that other people were not doing or maybe not other people in your family have done before. And you always had to like take that step and do something weird or different. And I feel like it started as young as when you were, you got accepted to high school because you could have literally just said no or like, oh, I'm not going, or you could have gave up. And then when you came here, it's the same thing. It's like you were a fish out of water, and that's how you say it in English, como alguien do en en otro sistema completamente diferente a lo demás.
1: Yeah, when I came to this country, I was twenty years old, so I was already in college there. To come to New York, on to the United States, and that time was like, wow, you know. And honestly, I wasn't expecting to come because I was twenty new, years yeah. old. So I was, I was even for a few months, I was. Be 21 in August, and we get the paperwork in February the same year. So it was for <laughs> a very few months. And everybody was telling me, oh, my God, you are lucky. You are lucky that you, you did that one. You get that one. I was crying like like a little baby. I remember I told my father and my mother, please, please, let me stay here. And for me to start here it was even worse because I didn't know the language. The only thing I have to say, yes, okay, good morning, good night, <laughs> thank you, goodbye, <laughs> here. So I started started studying English, uh, like a second language, uh, ESL, and BCC. So my major there was computer, computer science.
0: And I think that that then leads into your first job
1: here. Yeah, but it is something that I don't think you know about me, Maggie. You never know what was my first job. My mother used to uh, be... Uh, with my sister, I used to be with my uh, my madrina. Domingo used to be with somebody else, so all of us was in different place because it was four people that came from the yard. Yeah. So I was desperate, looking for something. One of my friends from my madrina, she got me a job. I was so excited, but guess what I was doing? Planchando in a basement. You were ironing
0: someone's clothing. Yes. And they would give you money for this. Yes. I was crying every single day. I
1: would. I would. So too because. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm that great at <laughs> <a> planchando, anyways. <laughs> I remember one day my mother told me, let me go where you go, where you work. I would like to see where you go, where you work, you know. Yeah. You know, like especially at the mom. mom. So when she went with me and she she saw where I was, she told me, No way. We're not desperate for money. Let's say you don't burn from this. She told me my mother. This is your last day. Tell her this is your last day. Oh my god. So that but this was very frustrating for me. So how did you get the, the the other job the other job yeah well my sister Birma she <laughs> she was working there packaging and I told her I need to work she told me no you don't work you're going to school I said yeah but you know I can work and go to school at the same time I promise I don't going to quit the school so one day I don't know I guess she was in a good mood <laughs> she brought me to her job. So I started as a line person, regular line persona packing program one corrugator. Believe me it was not easy. My hands was how do you say like sangrando? Let's you know, por la por la mano, yo no estaba acostumbrado a ese tipo de trabajo. Así rústico, mm-hmm. vamos a decir un poco. Eh, una niña 20 años no expuesta es a eso. Mi hermana estaba ahí, pero ella de vez en cuando metía, como decíamos nosotros, sus manos para que me dieran un trabajo más suave. Pero aún así, llega un punto en que ya yo, ya yo no era la nueva. Exactly. <laughs> ya yo tenía que, I have to continue learning and learning and learning. And I always say to myself, don't worry, Glennie. Clean your sangre en la rodilla, ponerte limón uh-huh. y sigue cam- caminando. Life is full of challenge. It's, it's, it's up to you if you accept the challenge or not. So that's why, you know, every time that they was giving me like a different opportunity, like from line personal, I moved to a line operator and I land there. Then I start um, doing kind of paperwork and like in a later office. And then at that point, um, I was already married. I get married when I was in 20, 22, 23. At that point also, I already had my baby, my first baby the company and somebody sees something in me he always say to me that i don't know what i still looking for C2. what was it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then he told you about like an opportunity that you took it's kind of so all of your life you're just taking these opportunities that people get you you just say yes you're like the the woman that says yes yes i'm gonna take it so he said like there's this new computer like software program and wh- whoever knows how to do it they're going to be the future of this company Yes, I guess you were what? like,
1: that sounds interesante. I was like, okay, but you know, I don't, my English is not that good still. So he told me, I don't care, you're going to be there. I was there taking the training, and the owner of the company, the new owner of the company, I don't know, but he's always was picking on me. I said, oh my gosh. Now at one point, I remember I asked him after almost the training was done, I said, why are you always picking on me? He told me, because I know you have the talents and I know you would be able to do it. Mm. The only thing is because you are shy and you don't want to.
0: That's why. Yeah. But I feel like you, you, know, you had to somehow get over being shy because from then you kept moving up and up and up in the company and then you started to have a position where you had to lead others and uh, do presentations and be in front of people and really just talk. A lot. You talk a lot.
1: <laughs> yes. <So. laughs> yes, but still, still, that's something, I guess, inside me. Sometimes I feel nervous and I feel shy. I start as a line person, playing as a line operator, then doing paperwork. Then the, when they sell the company, I start working in scheduling department, doing a schedule. Working like 12 hours per day and things like that with the same guy. So they move me around, by the same department scheduling. Uh, then they sell the company again. To another one. And at that point I got a, a guy as a boss. One day I went to his office and I said, Guess what? I like I'm not tired of what I'm doing, but I'm not kind of exciting because I know what was coming every day. So I would like to do kind of something different, something that give me like challenge, like something that I have to to always worry about it. And he told me, Really? Be careful what you wish, is yes, because you don't know what you can ask for. So the next day, he called me to his office. I said, remember that you told me this? I said, yeah. He told me I have something for you. He told me, do you want to be a plan manager? I said, what? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> he said, no, I'm not. You ask for, you can get it. The only thing, you have to go back to college. I said, oh, my God. And I know you, this position is going to be you, but you have to promise you have to go back to college. And that's when I start molestando a ti. Yeah. <laughs> And you
0: went to, to Lehman, mm-hmm. so you went back to, like, a CUNY school, um, and now you are officially a graduate, and you got your degree in...
1: Business administration with concentration in human resource.
0: When you got to that point, you already knew a lot, like, because of yes. your working experience. Yes.
1: So, matter of fact, they, I get 12 credit for a life experience course, like, took. remember that you helped me to do yes. the paperwork. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One
0: of the things that I remember you saying, and you said this on your, you know, when you did your speech in graduation, el que quiere puede. And I actually have that phrase written on my board here in my room. And it always reminds me of you. Do you have any other,
1: like, motivational quotes? Oh, una, una,
0: yes. una frase que sí, yo te sí, llega. Yeah,
1: y... esta sí la voy a decir en español. Y me disculpan los que no entienden inglés. <laughs> eh, yo digo que en la vida no importa las veces que tú te caigas. Tú te vas a caer una, dos, cien, mil, dos mil, un millón de veces. Pero está en ti el levantarte, limpiarte las rodillas, limpiarte tu sangre y muchas veces hasta ponerte limón en una herida. Bien, tía. <risas> limón, tú sabes para qué? Para que te, tú sientas ese, ese ardor ahí, para que tú sepas el por, qué, el por qué te caíste. El que tú sientas el que yo voy a poder, ese dolor que me dio ahí, yo voy a poder, yo voy a seguir caminando. Because estoy a Pipo cannot believe on, on me. And this case, that have the accent, how can she stay there?
0: Do you have like a woman in your life that you look up to somebody that influences you?
1: I'm going to say now I have four. The first one is my mother. Mi mamá, como madre al fin, siempre cree en mí, siempre me empuja, siempre me motive. Me dice, mi muchachita, tú siempre vas a poder tan linda ella. So I want my mom to be proud of me.
0: Okay.
1: La segunda es mi madrina. Because when I came to this country, she always told me, Look at me. Look who I am today. I don't want you to be like I am, who I am today. That I didn't went to school and I finished cleaning toilet. So,
0: yeah, but that Madrina, I mean, I feel like she's also one of my, if I have a list also, she would be on there as well. Yes. Because she has worked her, yes. her, butt off here. Yes.
1: I would say that's of the few people that always, always, always say to me in my ears and when she hugged me, she always said, I feel proud of you. Oh. Always. She always say, continue going, I feel proud of you. So, I think when, when I hear this in my mind, I say to myself. Because of her, no la puedo defraudar. The third one is my sobrina que está aquí. Oh, <laughs> this is a surprise. <laughs> Guys,
0: this is not
1: planned. No, at
0: all. She's I don't... being paid extra to advertise much she
1: loves me. I don't know. I really don't think that you know how much I love you. And I don't know if you really think cómo tú me has influenciado en mi vida. Porque yo quiero que tú veas en mí no, una mamá regañona, no una tía regañona. So, yo quiero siempre crecer para que tú veas en mí alguien que tú veas que se puede. Eh, y tú me has ayudado tanto, tanto, pero tanto en la vida que tú no te imaginas. <laughs> pero tú, sin darte cuenta, tú me ayudaste a terminar el degree cuando me, me entregaste el álbum. Y. It's not easy, Maggie. was well, not easy. And a lot of the night that wants to give up. Yo abrí el álbum que tú me abriste, que tú me creaste, y yo le dije, because of her, I cannot give up. The other one is my daughter. Because I want to always, um, well, my daughter and my son, but my daughter wants to demonstrate her that no matter how hard is life and you have too many things, you you want to get something, go and get it. Go and get it. Fight for it. The good things that stay in your life and they're good in your life this is the thing that, que te dieron trabajo And of course, another one que quiero motivar todo el tiempo es mi hija mayor también, Carmen Rosa, que yo quiero que ella en mí ejemplar.
0: You know, thinking is I, I think it's going to be my show and I was going to make her cry and here she is making me cry. That that's our relationship. That's what we do. What is the best advice somebody has given to you and maybe who gave it to you?
1: Never give up. My boss told me that. So I guess I continue never give up. And that's what I say to everybody. I would say to you, Maggie, remember that I said one day, this is what you want. Look for it. Fight for it.
0: What do you do to relax? Like what is, what's a boss does to relax? Do
1: I have to say? (laughs) I like to drink margarita. Yeah, margarita. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's where I learned it from. (laughs) Right there. Well, you know, you couldn't come to a feminist podcast show without me asking you the question about, you know, being a working woman and your relationship with with men and women at work. Have you ever had any any moments, whether it was working with a man or working with a woman, where you felt like somebody told you something like, oh, you know, you can't do it because you're a woman or how dare you do it because
1: you're a woman? Oh, yes. yes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> especially, going to especially say, a latina woman exactly i going to you know. say I, I hear this i feel this i would say almost every day in my job because I'm a latina con mi acento eh, nunca pensan como oh my god you can so i remember the other day there was kind of it was a new line that broke to the from my job and everybody was there trying to help me so I, I grabbed a corrugator to pack something I say, oh my God, and you were going to do this? This is a guy function. I say, he's not. He's whoever wants to be. Oh my God. And you are going to say this? So I was preparing something to to say also in front of people. And he said to me also, You going to talk? You're going to say, but you're a girl. I say, and so what? So let me tell you something. You don't have a mother? <laughs> so I think <laughs> after that, that was the last day that he kind of mi diciendo me cosa.
0: And you, In your company, you guys hire a lot of, like, women engineers and women yes, in science. Yes,
1: yes, yes, And <laughs> we're looking for more girls also.
0: I had good and bad experiences working with women. But I always get, you know, um, the advice of, like, watch out. Si esta trabajando con otra mujer, las mujeres tienen envidia o las mujeres no se llevan bien. Or, you know, when you're working with a woman, like, you have to be more competitive, do you feel like that's the case or you think that or you or you had more of like a communal kind of like let's work together?
1: Yeah. And at one point, my boss was a girl and she came from Israel and she did not know anything about it. So I need to teach her what to do. And a lot of people was telling me, are you crazy? How How dare you teaching her? She's your boss. I said, yeah, but, you know, she's new and things like that. So I, I really have a good relationship with her. Um, She always was calling me my muchachita, my muchachita. (laughs) And she was even younger than me. Do you think that now that you have grown
0: so much in that company and you've risen um, to a particular, to a very high point, that you are able to see other people that are below um, and you can tell if somebody has talent? You know, like now you are like in that position now where you are the one who can give someone an opportunity and, oh, have yes. you, and have you
1: given an yes. opportunity? Oh, definitely, yes. I always say to my boss, this person that is in so-and-so line is good. And I even the d- like five people around, I would say, "I going to say, don't be afraid. You're going to do good. Don't worry. And I was kind of coaching them. Do this, do that. Don't worry. You're going to feel like that, but if, don't worry. You'll be okay and things like that. Yes, oh, definitely.
0: You think that leaders recognize other leaders. And so what is something that you look for when you are hiring someone or that you see somebody and you're like, okay, that person demonstrated
1: that they can do it. I look the person to see how people behave, the behavior of people, and also how the people look at you and how the people talk and communicate. Uh, if people want to go like be, be, be beyond the point, like they always want to go one step mo- more what they're supposed to do. When I mm. see these people that... Uh, always wants to do like a step more, one more step that we're supposed to do. I definitely say bingo. Yeah, this is good one.
0: Okay, and lastly, let me tell you that. Let me just start by saying that ever since I turned twenty-five, I've been hearing this annoying clock from people letting me know that I need to get my shit together. Whether it is that I'm going to be a mom or a working woman. Or how am I going to balance both as if, you know, I haven't seen all my women in my life do both. But what is an advice that you can give young women and and your daughter as well, who who will graduate from college um, in a few years about balancing the expectations that people have of, okay, if you're a woman, you know, you need to especially in our in our Latino society okay, if you're a woman, you need to get married by a certain age and, you know, um, take care of your husband and also have children. But then also have a life and, you know, how do you balance it all? Because I feel like that's something another cousin of mine who
1: who we are, we are of the same age, we always talk about, and it's how you manage. Everything in life you have to balance. Uh, you have to always uh, keep in mind what is important to you. La vida tiene 24 horas, la semana tiene 7 días. So you have to balance. Okay, this week or this weekend I'm going to be with my friends. I'm going to spend a few hours with you, boyfriend. But the other weekend I'm going to spend some time with my kids. <laughs> Pero el ser mamá, el trabajar, el demostrar en tu trabajo que tú puedes ser responsable el tal con tus amigos cuando lo necesiten de vez en cuando text a alguien que tú necesitas hey how are you just to know that i'm okay just to say you how you doing that's it let me tell you people feel good at least i feel good from time to time when somebody like maggie tells me and say hi cinti how are you just to say hi you know and what it was two minutes for you to do this and for me to read it but it means a lot for me and for you because we can in touch with each other you know, la fecha importante. Never, nunca te olvides. Llama a las personas que tú quieres de vez en cuando. Hi, how you doing? Escuchar a los demás es muy importante también. So no es fácil, pero tú tienes que aprender a balancear. Thank you, Tia,
0: so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and sit down and have this conversation. I feel like we always can have this conversation, but to have it, you know, recorded, not only, you know, you doing this as a favor for me, but this is something that, you know, you can always listen back to and give to, you know, Jennifer, your daughter. Um, and I hope that it actually motivated, you know, other women, not just in our family who would listen, but maybe your friends or, or or anybody else that is listening who's like, okay, you know, can I do this? And it's like, well, you know, we have this woman who came to this country, you know, when she was 20 years old, didn't know the language, was an immigrant and, you know, was packing, Or was like in a basement doing, you know, someone's laundry. And then now she's like this boss lady of this, you know, um, national company here in New York. And she has employees and other people
1: that look up to her. So you can do it. Right? Oh, definitely. Uh, I don't know if you remember my last semester that (laughs) I was very frustrated. I was taking a class. And I almost give up, I'm going to say. Uh, because I was reading a paper that you helped me today. this, uh, out of the sun, and she picked on me. She said, Glennis, hernandez can you read the, your paper? I said, what, me? Oh. Like I said, I'm very shy. So when I started reading, she said to me, excuse me, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, between you, you asking and, and me that doesn't hear well, I can understand what you say. She said, me hizo uno la garganta. Fine, I was crying, crying. When I, when I get to my car, and then after that I said you know what? I'm going to demonstrate her that she's strong. And at the end, me and her was the best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um I gonna to, to finish this just to say something, Maggie. I'm sorry that I'm gonna say in Spanish again. No, that is that is okay. something that I always motivate myself. Uh, dice así. Si un día llegaras a caer, no te preocupes. Haz como el Sol, que cada tarde cae, pero cada mañana se levanta con más splendor
0: and that ladies and gentlemen that's how we're gonna end this boss ladies yay